This episode is brought to you by Bubs Naturals, and one of the most profound new supplements I've added to my own diet is collagen. And Bubs provides the only collagen that is not only NSF certified, but also Whole30 certified. Now, when we think of collagen, you might think of beauty products, but when ingested, collagen not only positively affects skin, nails, and hair, but also joint and gut health, something that I witnessed personally within myself. Now, I'm also a huge fan of altruistic business, and Bubs was founded out of tragedy. Glenn Bub Doherty was one of the two Navy SEALs killed in Benghazi. And his friends, Sean and TJ, founded this company to not only create great nutritional products, but also take 10% of the proceeds and donate them to charity. So they are offering you, the audience of the Behind the Shield podcast, 20% off your first purchase if you use the code SHIELD at bubsnaturals.com. And if you want to hear more about the inception of Bubs and Glenn's powerful story, listen to episode 558 of Behind the Shield podcast with Sean Lake. This episode is sponsored by 511, a company that I've used for well over a decade and continue to use to this day. And 511 is offering you guys, the audience of the Behind the Shield podcast, a discount on every purchase you make with them. Before we get to that code, I want to highlight a couple of products that, again, I personally use today. One of the most impressive products they just released is their Rush Backpack 2.0. Now, for many of you, whether you're going to the fire station, the police station, whether you're traveling with your family, whether you're taking training courses, we have to fly, we have to drive, we have to take trains. And I have to say, I own multiple backpacks, many of uh, 5.11's different ones, but as far as a day pack, this one was the most impressive. There are so many different compartments. The way it sits on your back is incredibly comfortable. If you are a concealed carry person, there's also a spot for a weapon. So they've thought of multiple, multiple things that a man or woman would have to do on a daily basis. That is in addition to all of the products that I talk about a lot. Their uniforms fit for men or fit for women in the first responder professions. The footwear that they offer, whether it's the Norris sneaker or the Atlas system that is designed for foot health and therefore knees and back and hips and shoulders and neck. As a civilian, I live in a lot of their clothes as well. Their jeans stretch. You can actually squat down in them. We live in Florida here, so I wear a lot of their shorts, which again, very, very lightweight material. You can get it wet and it will dry almost immediately. And then moving to the fitness and tactical space, I used to have just a regular weight vest. Recently, I switched to a 511 vest and actually bought ballistic plates as well. My thinking was simply, if I'm going to have a vest, why not I have one that protects me as well? And that TAC vest is trusted by law enforcement all around the country. So I mentioned they were going to offer you a discount code. So if you go to 511tactical.com and enter the code SHIELD15, S-H-I-E-L-D-1-5, You'll get 15% off not just that one purchase, but every time you visit their store. And if you want to learn more about 511, their mission, their products, then listen to episode 338 of the Behind the Shield podcast with the CEO and founder, Francisco Morales. This episode is brought to you by Thorne, and I have some incredible news for any of you that are in the military, first responder, or medical professions. In an effort to give back, Thorne is now offering you an ongoing 35% off each and every one of your purchases of their incredible nutritional solutions. Now, Thorne is the official supplement of CrossFit, the UFC, the Mayo Clinic, the Human Performance Project, and multiple special operations organizations. 
I myself have used them for several years and that is why I brought them on as a sponsor. Some of my favorite products they have are their Multivitamin Elite, their Whey Protein, the Super EPA, and then most recently, Cinequil. As a firefighter, a stuntman, and a martial artist, I've had my share of brain trauma and sleep deprivation, and Cinequil is their latest brain health supplement. Now, to qualify for the 35% off, go to thorn.com, T-H-O-R-N-E.com. Click on sign in and then create a new account. You will see the opportunity to register as a first responder or member of military. When you click on that, it will take you through verification with GovX. You'll simply choose a profession, provide one piece of documentation, and then you are verified for life. From that point onwards, you will continue to receive 35% off through Thorn. Now, for those of you who don't qualify, there is still the 10% off using the code BTS10, behind the shield 10, for a one-time purchase. Now, to learn more about Thorn, go to episode 323 of the Behind the Shield podcast with Joel Totoro and Wes Barnett. Welcome to the Behind the Shield podcast. As always, my name is James Gearing, and this week it is my absolute honor to welcome on the show Laura Kansas. Now, Laura is a registered dietitian, exercise physiologist, and a member of the Thorn team. So we discuss a host of topics from her journey into nutrition, hospital food, the incredible blood panels that Thorn now offers, supplementation, and much more. Now, as an aside to this particular episode, I have just had my blood drawn for their advanced health panel. So I'm going to be following up this episode with an Instagram live with Laura to go over my results so you can see the gamut of tests that they offer and then the nutritional, lifestyle, and supplementation advice that they give after. Now, before we get to this incredible conversation, as I say every week, please just take a moment, go to whichever app you listen to this on, subscribe to the show, leave feedback, and leave a rating. Every five-star rating you leave truly does elevate this podcast and therefore making it easier for others to find. And this is a free library of almost 700 episodes now. So all I ask in return is that you help share these incredible men and women stories so I can get them to every single person on planet Earth who needs to hear them. So with that being said, I introduce to you Laura Kansas. Enjoy. Well, Laura, I want to start by saying thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Behind the Shield podcast today. Thank you, James. I'm happy to be here. So where on planet Earth are we finding you this morning? I'm in beautiful, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Beautiful. Well, I would love to start at the very beginning. So tell me where you were born and tell me a little bit about your family dynamic, what your parents did and how many siblings. Um, I was born in Connecticut and I have one sibling, an older brother, Um, My parents, my mom was actually a stay-at-home mom and my dad's a chemist and retired around the age of 50 or so and became a school teacher, taught for just a handful of years and and retired early as well. So um, just a normal middle middle class family from Connecticut. So I grew up with a a father as a veterinary surgeon. And so I ended up going to farms in his car. His car was an absolute death trap. You'd be careful not to get jabbed with needles and things. What was it like growing up with a chemist as a father? Oh my gosh, our dinner talks used to be about 
how you can make your own chalk or make your own laundry detergent and you know things all chemistry things that I didn't want to hear as a kid growing up. <laughs> now, did it help you in that subject as you went through school? Definitely. Um, you know, it's it's so interesting. My my grandfather was actually a chemist as well, and so it was just. Um, science was just a thing. And it, it was never about, you know, if you go to college, it was always where you want to go. And I think I was always, you know, led towards a science type role. And I think I just found my passion in nutrition and sports specifically because, well, number one, I love to eat. But number two, I was always an athlete. And so it, it just kind of made sense for me. Well, speaking of that, what were you playing and doing as far as sport and exercise when you were in school age? Um, I was a D1 swimmer at UConn, um, sprint, freestyle, and uh, my brother was a swimmer there as well. Um, we just kind of grew up near the water in Connecticut. So it, learning how to swim was obviously super important from an early age. One of the uh, owners of the CrossFit gym that I train at is a former swimmer, and uh, she has got the most amazing um just poker face when she works out and she attests that to her breath control as a swimmer what's your observation of swimming athletes versus many others that you've worked with since uh well we all have these really big shoulders that you can't get rid of no matter what you do <laughs> um but i i can agree with that i think you know you are um you spend a lot of time talking to yourself underwater so you have a lot of time to reflect um while exercising um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, it ha has helped me with my work ethic, my time management. Um, I can do pretty hard things and, and feel okay about it afterwards. And um, I think any athlete, being any kind of athlete really sets you up for success in the future. It really gives you, um, you know, self-esteem and, and the ability to, to work through injuries, wins, losses, whatever it may be. Now, I've had a lot of conversations with people who were athletes when they were young, with who coaches now um and again a resounding common denominator after hundreds of episodes is that we have the the tendency if we're not careful to burn out our children in school age and therefore injure them and actually make them less likely to exercise as they graduate when you look at baseball for example that's an extremely you know um overuse injury of that one pitching arm what have you seen through your experience as a youth athlete in the pool same sort of stuff, um, you know, repetitive motions in swimming are constantly like shoulders, elbows, wrists, um, a lot of injuries that way. I was fortunate enough to not have any injuries growing up, but um, I see that. And then I just see just mental burnout. It's so many hours in college, you know, it is supposed to be capped at 20, but really do you only do 20 hours of exercise? Um, a lot of weightlifting. When I, when I finished college, I actually never touched the pool for like six solid years. I now have gotten back into it. I've started doing Ironman triathlons and just challenging myself in new ways. But um, it is those constant um, injuries that really set you back. But, you know, if you can get through youth sports, I think you can get through a lot of things in life. Now, what about nutrition? Were you raised understanding food? Were they cooking in the home? Yeah, my mom, being a stay-at-home mom, always had really awesome meals ready for us after school, after sports, and then driving us to the next practice. Um, and it was a really foundational component of, of like my childhood. We never went to McDonald's. We never went to Taco Bell. Um, it was it was like, let's go home and make some chicken or some you know tuna or something healthy. Um, and then when I realized this could be a profession, I was blown away. You know, it really wasn't a big profession 20, 25 years ago. And um, 
sports nutrition specifically has really bloomed in the last however many years with getting dietitians into sports teams and professional teams. And um, even at the high school level, we now see more um, dietitians and, and, you know, physical trainers and athletic trainers and stuff in that age group, because they just realized how important it is from an early age to have these things set up. So one thing I've talked about a lot recently is it breaks my heart that over the last two years, we had a captive audience um, when it came to wellness. And we had an incredible opportunity to really bolster nutrition and movement in our schools again, remove you know the, the fast food companies and the soda machines and empower the men and women that work in the kitchens to start cooking again just like we used to you know a few decades ago and obviously the the physical education side as well with you having not only a nutritional background but being a youth athlete yourself what has been your perspective overall of nutrition in our schools and and what should we have seen the last couple of years oh man this is a loaded question (laughs) um i this school nutrition has don't get me wrong, it's come a long-ish way from when I was in school, but there's still so much room for improvement. I think that um, Jamie Oliver did a good job putting that into perspective for at least um, Americans here. But, you know, it's, I think we should be putting the focus on getting access um, for for children to have, you know, fresh foods. And it's as simple as like having a refrigerator in a school so you can bring an actual lunch and keep it in a refrigerator instead of your locker. Um, you know, and like simple things like that, that'll really start to revolutionize what we can bring into schools. Uh, money is a huge component. So I know we're still going to have those sugary beverages and some other um, options in school systems just because they fund schools. But, you know, I think that every decade we make small steps forward and hopefully we'll continue to see that progress as we go. But there's still a long way to go. <laughs> All right. Well, then when you were a school age, what were you dreaming of becoming as far as career? Oh, man, I well, first I was like, what's the highest paying job? (laughs) I think at the time I was an anesthesiologist. So at one point I wanted to do that. Um, I've always loved animals. I wanted to be a veterinarian for a long time. But honestly, I found nutrition probably in high school. And um, I really haven't looked back. Uh, I think that it's it's so important. There's so many different areas that you can go into. Um, I have a clinical nutrition background, so I have worked at hospitals. I worked at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and I thought that was compelling and um, sad, but also you know motivational. Um, I've worked on research studies. I work with athletes. I work with sick people. I work with old people. Um, it, there's just so many areas that you can cover, um, despite it being such a niche-ish field. Well, speaking of St. Jude's, that's one of the nonprofits I hear nothing but amazing things about. You know, there's some sadly that, that don't, you know, the money doesn't get to the end user um, as it should in a lot of places, but St. Jude's is definitely one of them. When I think of that, I think of obviously pediatric cancer. Now, when I look at what the knee-jerk reaction is to cancer, it is to agent orange you know like scorch earth the human body with radiation or chemotherapy and then hope that it reboots the good cells i don't usually hear much discussion on let's use nutrition you know mindfulness exercise to get the body as close to homeostasis as we can to give it the best chance with or without chemotherapy so what were you seeing as far as nutritionist in some of these pediatric cancer patients that you were dealing with 
it was totally dependent on the, the patient and the prognosis and the diagnosis. But, um, you know, some instances you were there to support the patient while they were going through treatment and they were probably going to make it out on the other side. So it was helping to maintain weight, maintain appetite, uh, maintain protein stores in their body, um, get them the right nutrients so that while they're going through these detrimental treatments that they're still able to grow because they are at this growing age. Um, in some instances, it was really supporting the research protocols that they were on for their treatment. So it was trying to make it so that they would have less throwing up, less instances of diarrhea, um, less things that were going to be side effects from some of these treatments. So totally dependent, but um, families that go to these locations are so optimistic and so hopeful. And everybody that works there has a smile on their face, just knowing that whatever you're doing today is obviously going to impact hopefully your kid, but then many generations to come. So with medicine as a whole, take the ICU, for example, one of my friends is a ICU nurse now. Um, she was a firefighter paramedic before a pretty horrendous car accident. And she brought to me this concept of ICU psychosis that I'd never thought about. You've got someone who's very, very sick and they're in a room where the lights are on, there's things beeping, they're being woken up to take vital signs. And you take a step back and go, is that the right way rest-wise for this patient? Well, through my eyes as a paramedic in and out of hospitals for 14 years, you also look at a lot of nutrition that's brought in and out of these rooms, and it doesn't seem to set the patient up again for success when it comes to micronutrients and macronutrients. What is your perspective of the hospital nutritional world, good, bad, and ugly? Oh, I think there's a lot of room for improvement there. I actually um, I did a project with the VA hospital system in graduate school and had a really unique opportunity to go to almost... 20 VA locations up and down the East Coast from Vermont to South Carolina. And um, what we were doing was taking uh, like a, a metric of what the VA systems were offering, how people were eating and what the outcomes of their health and care was. And the opportunity was that at one point we were going to try to switch what um, the VA hospital systems offer towards a more ketogenic style diet because of the rampant um, amounts of diabetes, uh, PTSD, you know, brain issues going on um, and, you know, cardiovascular disease and whatnot. And so to perhaps change the care, um, turns out it's not so easy, but <laughs> we made a, you know, we, we had a lot of reports and a lot of findings from that, but taking that and shifting it to a local hospital that I worked at and I worked in the ICU and I worked at some of the um, telemetry floors and stuff too. I think, again, there's, there's obviously room for improvement. It's such a, hopefully a small stint of time that people are in the hospital for that. Um, I think they're doing what they can, but yeah, we, we just need better high quality foods, um, more whole foods sticking to this, maybe this sort of Mediterranean style diet, which is probably a good, um, baseline for anybody like, you know, when in doubt, try the Mediterranean diet. Um, if we could stick towards that with a lot of our foods, I think that, you know, the, uh, people will be doing a lot better in terms of um, why they're in the hospital and then their future outcomes later. Now, I know you work for Thorne now, and I know they started initially in the medical space. Were you using their supplements back then? I was, yeah. Um, I was actually hired for Thorne, um, a big project that Thorne was doing when they first went direct to consumer, which was maybe only eight years ago. Um, we launched a line of 
performance nutrition supplements with a sports facility here in Phoenix, and which is what moved me out to Scottsdale. Um, but it was really the first intro of getting products into the hands direct to consumer. Before that, it was only through professionals. And um, yeah, they Thorne is the best name in, in the business. And that is the reputation that they've built is um, having this huge database of healthcare professionals that use their products and have been using them for 10, 20, 30 years. The company is about 39 years old, believe it or not. Um, and we have over, I think, 46,000 healthcare professionals using born products right now. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've been in this space for a long time and I it was Jeff Nichols that really brought Thorn to, to my radar. And obviously now they, they sponsor the podcast and they're supporting 7X, which is this amazing around the world thing I'm doing with some Navy SEALs and some other phenomenal human beings. Um, talk to me about the the organization, sporting organizations that use Thorn, because again, you have the, the healthcare side, maybe the average person, maybe not as aware of what's used in a hospital, but they're certainly going to realize their favorite athletes. If they're using them, then, then it really means something. Yeah. And believe it or not, we have a ton of athletes who use our product that don't actually like say or do anything. They purchase them on their own. Um, but we work directly with a lot of teams, um, almost all the teams in um, the four you know, national leagues, the MLB, the NFL, um, the NBA, um, and the NHL. And so in some capacity, either the sports um, dietitian or the strength coach or even like the medical doctor of the team has some access to Thorne and is purchasing at least a product, if not, you know, many of the NSF for sports products. We work directly with, um, I think it's 11 of the U.S. Olympic teams right now. So um, again, they're they're looking for that NSF for sports stamp and they know the quality of Thorne products. Um, but yeah, again, lots of different athletes, um, you know, fencers and gymnasts and swimmers and uh, you know, any athlete under the under the sun, you start to see and you recognize these bottles in the background of their Instagram photos or on their, um, you know, their their YouTube videos and stuff. So it's really cool to see. Um, we're now also in Formula One racing, which is really cool with, um, you know, a few guys there. So it's, it's been really fun to watch the evolution across the sports teams. Brilliant. And now you the UFC's official supplement and CrossFit as well. Yes, UFC and CrossFit, those are our two biggest ones. So pretty much every major sporting <laughs> arena is out there pretty much. Yeah. Brilliant. And then uh, then for people listening, Chelsea Burkhart has been on the show as well. You know, she specifically she was working with the SEAL teams, uh, Naval Special Warfare. They were using it there. So, you know, I mean across the the board where performance is, is expected, they're being used and obviously overall wellness as well. So I just want to put that out there. Now, you mentioned NSF. I've discussed it on here before, but it's been a while. If you want to educate people, you know, about the efficacy and the purity of Thorn. Yeah, so Thorn, um, Thorn likes to say that we, we've we set our own standards. So, you know, like we live up to the highest standards. They're our own um, and people don't necessarily live up to the same standards as us. And I always get that question. It's like, oh, well, I can just buy vitamin D at, you know, CVS or Walgreens. And it's like, well, you get what you pay for. So let me just put that out there. But um, yeah, Thorns, Thorns uh, sourcing the best ingredients and the most high quality ingredients and uses the ingredients that are most effective in like tissue ready form in their products. But we send a, a grouping of products, specifically ones that we know um, our athletes are taking or our drug tested athletes are taking off to this third, third party um, for, for a 
additional testing, but the NSF stamp is really saying that what is in the product is on the label and in the amounts that it says it is, and that it doesn't contain anything that is banned for athletes under the USADA and the WADA, um, you know, regulations and stuff too. And not every athlete needs to look for NSF or sport products because they may or may not be drug tested. But I also like to say, you know, you should treat your body like a professional athlete and you should be looking for that and making sure that what you're putting in there is the highest quality ingredients. Absolutely. Well, my profession, you know, we're not so worried about, you know, performance enhancing, but I mean, there are things that if they come out in a urine test could, you know, make us lose our jobs. So from what I understand, you can import anything from, let's say, China and then repackage it in your garage and sell it as a supplement. And there's no real barrier to entry. So I think this is a real you know, standard to hold yourself at to make sure that nothing is entering your system that could, you know, um, endanger your profession ultimately as well. Yeah. And I like to say too, you are what you eat and don't excrete sort of thing. So imagine what's staying in your body if it's coming out in a drug test. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's kind of unpack then the blood test world. So talk to me about who Wellness FX was, the kind of partnership with Thorne, and then uh, I'd love to start exploring some of the things that you offer now. Yeah. So Thorne um, actually acquired Wellness FX back in, I think, 2014 or so, but it was a uh, online dashboard or platform where you could purchase blood tests and go to your local Quest Diagnostics and uh, see your values, see your, your um, the insights and recommendations right in your, your portal on wellnessfx.com. But we've more recently made the merge to bring over the most important, the best tests from Wellness FX. And now they're going to be on thorn.com. And we're going to end up, you know, sunsetting that, that uh, website, but you'll still have the ability to do the blood work on thorn.com. So soon we're offering these two panels. One's called the advanced health panel and one's the essential health panel. Um, the essential one is, is awesome. It's pretty comprehensive in most every category that you're going to want to be looking at, like cholesterol, um, you know, insulin resistance, liver health, kidney health, um, you know, the, across the board, your blood health, your blood metrics, red blood cells, white blood cells, et cetera. And then the advanced health is an additional few biomarkers in pretty much every category. And it also includes a fatty acid panel, which um, is one of my favorite panels to run on anybody because I feel like it, pretty much everybody has room for improvement in that category. Um, but those will soon be available on thorn.com and they were previously from the wellness FX website. Brilliant. Now a few things that I think are important for people listening, uh, inflammatory markers would be one because I mean, we're an underslept overworked population and then the impact sadly of sleep deprivation, the sex hormones, so testosterone, for example, are those two covered in those tests? They are. Yeah. Um, I believe they're in both. Uh, and then again, so the essential panel has some of the metrics and then the advanced panel will have even more. So, um, the advanced panel will look at pretty much all of the sex hormones and how they're up and down from each other and their ratios. And then, um, the advanced panel will have, uh, not only like HSCRP, but it will also have homocysteine, which is an important inflammation biomarker. Um, and, um, 
I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, so when people think of blood tests, I mean, we, we get an annual uh, wellness test in a lot of fire departments. Um, there's a good company, LifeScan, that does a pretty decent one. But a lot of people are at the mercy of their GP, of what kind of blood panel is, is offered, oh, excuse me, it's ordered, and a lot of times it's not very thorough at all. So is this a standalone product where at any time someone can actually just order this test and it will all be explained to them when it is brought back? Exactly. Um, yeah, super simple. just go on thorn.com, purchase it. You fill out an entire health profile, which will ask you questions about yourself, your demographics, any symptoms you might be experiencing, um, some lifestyle questions, how your diet is, your exercise, your sleep, um, medical diagnoses, a few different medications and stuff too, that might be impacting some of the biomarkers. Um, you go to quest diagnostics, you get your blood drawn. Um, it will be a handful of tubes, but it, it doesn't equate to that much blood. So I don't want to scare anybody. Um, but the results come back in sometimes as little as like 48 hours and usually before a week's time and a personalized report, personalized recommendations come out. And it's really based off of what you filled out, right? So if you were saying you're having trouble sleeping and you're not really exercising, your insights and recommendations will speak to that. It will say like, okay, well, you haven't been sleeping well, but it might be because this is high and this is low. Um, and you know, here's, here's a way to try to fix these things. Now, what about testing for micronutrients? Yeah, you know, it's hard to test for micronutrients because um, some, of the, some of the biomarkers aren't going to be exactly informative of what your actual status of micronutrients is. It's, it's a pretty transient um, number just because, you know, if you're taking serum or plasma, it, it's not necessarily intracellular, um, but these tests do include a red blood cell magnesium um, in our advanced panel, which is a really great marker of your actual magnesium status. Um, and it will also measure your vitamin D and it will measure um, folate and B12 and some other important B vitamins that are necessary for metabolism and you know, energy levels and pretty much every, every system in the body. So again, just assuming the person has ordered this on their own, you've given an explanation of what the results mean. Is there then recommendation of supplementation so that you can improve those markers? Yeah, diet, exercise, lifestyle, and supplementation, because it's really a holistic approach, right? It's not like, oh, you're going to fix this biomarker by taking this one thing. It's like you do have to hit it from a whole bunch of different avenues, um, but people will be recommended the best dietary style for them based on everything in their health profile and the results, um, some lifestyle things you might be re recommended to reduce stress in certain ways, um, lower inflammation, maybe some practices pre or post workout. Um, there will be some exercise recommendations just depending on your current volume, your current type of exercise, and then some of the biomarkers, and then ultimately the best combination of products. Um, sometimes you might see a one-to-one -one recommendation, like if your vitamin D is low, vitamin D will increase it. However, um, you know, if you see different abnormal levels with testosterone or estradiol or progesterone or some of those sex hormones, it might be a different combination of products that will help balance those for, for who you are, your age, your sex. And then you mentioned as well that this is something you can use HSA for because a lot of times, sadly, it's the proactive medical um, you know, professionals that aren't covered under insurance and it's the reactive ones that are. HSA and FSA money is definitely able to be used. Um, obviously, you have to check with your own uh, companies that carry those, but 
in most instances, they will cover at home or health testing, which is amazing. Um, I feel like all of us can relate to the time when you go to the doctor and you get slapped with a bill afterwards and you're like, wait, what? I thought this was covered. Why are we like, I didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, so it's kind of nice because you, you know what you're getting for, you know what you're paying for. Um, I do know, at least I go to the Mayo Clinic here in the Scottsdale area and I've had blood work done and it's significantly more expensive than um, doing it through an avenue like this. So um, it is nice to kind of have the control over your own values and then also getting the insights and recommendations. Because in an instance like that too, not only do I often never even hear back from my doctor's office about what my results were, but I definitely don't get an explanation about what's good, what's bad, um, what I could be doing differently. Well, I think that's the thing that I've learned through, you know, these years of doing this now is when you hear the education that a lot of our doctors get, it's not preventative. It's not exercise, nutrition and sleep. It's very, you know, reactive, pharmaceutical based. And so I don't think that a lot of these men and women really know how to interpret some of these wellness results. So I think it's even if you have a good doctor that you love and is great with, you know, some areas of your your treatment i think having that level of knowledge um being applied to your blood work by a third party is a very valuable tool oh for sure and when you think about it like they're not expected to be experts in everything they're they're going to be an expert in what they do um it it does take you know a team of dietitians and exercise scientists and naturopaths and medical doctors and everything to come together to um, make these insights and recommendations. And that's kind of like what the Thorne team has done. We use our entire medical staff and everybody has a different background, different expertise, which is phenomenal when it, when it comes time to writing these. You get a little bit of everything. Yeah, I was telling you before we start recording, I just had blood work done by a friend of mine who's a nurse practitioner now and she works for a functional medicine doctor and I absolutely love that practice and it was just a, a checkup. I hadn't had a wellness check in four years um, and they ran blood work and simultaneously my wife's insurance had uh, finally expired after she went to med school and so I was hit with the bill and I know that a lot less was checked than what we've discussed and my bill was almost a thousand dollars. So considering the you know the the spectrum of things that you're testing for it does sound like it's very competitive as well yeah that's incredible that it was that expensive i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right well then i want to shift to some of the other tests that you offer in thorn because i think they're pertinent and obviously they're a little bit less money as well um the most pertinent one let's start with sleep tests i mean you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that they're going to be sleep deprived but what kind of metrics are you looking at with that test I love the sleep test. It's actually, um, in my opinion, the easiest one to take. It's a urine sample. So no finger pricks. Uh, it's so simple, but it's going to be four different uh, urine samples that are going to measure your cortisol and your melatonin levels. So essentially you want these two values to be opposite. You want cortisol to be highest in the morning. So it wakes you up and your melatonin to be lowest so that you're not tired but then kind of shift throughout the day. So at night, your cortisol is lowest, so you can fall asleep and your melatonin is highest, so you can fall asleep. Um, and so it is gonna measure that throughout the day and kind of chart those for you and let you know like where one might be higher, one might be lower. Um, and then give you recommendations on how to optimize that. In some instances, people might not wanna be working out later in the evening, which is gonna raise your cortisol. Um, you know, in certain instances, you gotta like start shifting that clock if you have, issues going to sleep, staying asleep or waking up too early. Um, or if you have just issues with energy and stuff during the day, 
it's a great test to to really check where you're at. Now, it's something that goes along with that. I've seen some young firefighters in my gym that have only been on the job for about five years and watched them age about 20 in those five. And I've been out the fire service almost all those five now. Talk to me about the biological age test versus chronological age. Yeah, that's that's going to be important for this group of people. Um, biological age is really the age that your body says you are, right? Your chronological age is going to be based on your birthday. Biological is really how internally you're taking in your lifestyle, the damage um, or, you know, the good things that are happening to you and how it's aging your cells. And so we developed this biological age test, which uses 42 different biomarkers um, to incorporate into an algorithm that is ultimately going to weight your variables based on how they came out and compared to other people in your age and sex, and then tell you which biomarkers are aging you more or less, and then how that's affecting your overall biological age. Um, We were also able to add some additional scores in that biological age test. So we have an immune score, um, or a blood score, I should say, um, a liver score, a kidney score, a metabolic score, and a lipid score, which are going to look at different systems of the body. So um, I know somebody who has had a little bit of an alcohol problem, maybe not exactly problem, problem, but does drink a lot more than the average person and um, was really interested in learning their liver age for that reason. And indeed, it was higher than most others of their same age and sex, but it's, um, it's really just to use you to compare to other people and just see how fast you're aging compared to the actual calendar. Now with that, I mean, I've discussed this a huge amount, but I always you know, I'm interested to get everyone's you know take on it, especially if in the wellness world. Through your lens, what is the importance of sleep and what is the impact of the lack of sleep on our biology? Sleep is probably if not the most important, the second most important besides the nutrients you put inside of you. Um, It's incredible to think that some people can only sleep three or four hours a day and feel okay. I'm one of those people that needs nine plus or else I'm crabby and, um, you know, not functional, but sleep is really the time for your body to repair, heal, process what you did during the day and, um, and like learn from it. Um, you know, the next day. So, um, so many metabolic processes happen while we sleep. There's growth processes, there's, um, you know, things for your muscles and tissues, there's things for your brain. It's just, it's really important and necessary. And knowing that you come from the firefighter world and all, you know, many of your colleagues and stuff too, you have a really screwed up sleep schedule. Um, it's not the same every day. Um, you know, you might be staying up all night. You might, be sleeping for 24 hours straight. It's just, it's, it's so important to think about getting on a regular or as regular of a sleep schedule as you possibly can so that your body knows at every time of the day, like, okay, this is the time that I need to now start to go to sleep. I need to start recovering. I need to repair. I need to process everything. So a a solution that I've brought is ultimately, I think we'd save money and certainly save lives if we gave our responders more rest and recovery in between. What would be your take on that? Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that that rest recovery is super important. I think nutrition is important. And I think just like educational and life skills too, to manage the stuff while you're not at work is also really important because, um, 
and I, you know, I have friends in that same profession as well, and it's really difficult for them to, to stay on a schedule with exercise and other aspects of that 24 hour period. Once you're not working your 72 hour shift or, or what in a row. Um, but I think rest and recovery is up there as, as, you know, top two most important things that you could be doing for yourself. Now, with that, knowing that this is a sleep-deprived audience mainly, um, what are some of the supplements that Thorne has that you would recommend someone who works shift work like that? It's, it's totally dependent on your symptoms, I would say, but most often we see melatonin as being a popular supplement that you can take if you're having issues with sleep. Um, melatonin is what your body normally produces to fall asleep at night and initiate that sleep latency. So you can try to fall asleep fast. Um, shift workers tend to not know what time of day it is and their melatonin levels might be screwed up. So, um, we do have a melatonin in three milligrams and five milligrams, but we also now have a new dissolvable disc. Yes. Um, it's like literally printed supplement that you drop into water that has one milligram of melatonin. So it's kind of nice for the people who may only need just a very small amount of melatonin, small support to fall asleep. It tastes great. Um, but you know, melatonin does affect everybody a little bit differently. So it is something to try out and see how you feel the next morning. Uh, we have a GABA product, which is one of my favorite products. It's actually, um, for sleep and stress, but it's going to support those neurotransmitters that are going to help your brain. Like I always use the analogy, like stop running, um, just slow down, start to a walking pace, maybe even a standing pace. Um, so if you're the type of person who lays in bed and thinks about things, um, your brain's running a million miles an hour, GABA is a great option to think about taking, um, to support your sleep that way. Um, but ultimately too, there's different reasons why you might not be sleeping well. Maybe you're waking up early. Maybe you're only getting two or three hours at a time and waking up. Um, and that could be a bunch of different reasons too, from your blood. It might be your cortisol. Um, it could be DHEA. It could be other, um, sex hormones maybe that are, that are screwed up. And so there are ways to then support your cortisol, um, and some other products too, but some, those are probably some of the main products. I also really love magnesium bisglycinate. Um, for those who work out in the evening or have, um, maybe like a little bit of like tension in the body, uh, magnesium is going to be a nice, like relaxer of the muscles, right? It's used in muscle contractions, but it's the relaxing part of it. And so, um, I find it to be really nice and supportive of sleep and it does help you like go to sleep and stay asleep. Brilliant. Now you mentioned with the, I think it was the advanced health panel that you did a study with football players. So before I forget, talk to me about that. Yeah, it was a few years ago, but it was a really unique opportunity. Um, we were look, working with uh, post-college pre-NFL players. So it was a group of 30 guys who were training for the NFL combine. And so they all go to a facility and train together for six or seven weeks at a time. Um, we were lucky enough to submit for a study and our intentions were to do a really comprehensive panel. It's very, very similar to the advanced panel on thorn.com. Um, do this blood panel, see the results, do a personalized program for them, and then do a post blood panel right before they were going to go off to the combine. Turns out a lot of guys did not like getting their blood drawn. So that's a whole story in itself that many people are scared of needles. Um, but we were able to get the, the pre-blood draw on everybody um, and look at these blood results. 
for the guys who did do a post one, we obviously were able to compare some differences, but across the board of these 30 guys who, when you think about it, they're, they're coming off the peak of their profession. They're in the best shape of their lives. They're training for the biggest job interview they're ever going to have entering the NFL. And we saw across the board, five significant biomarkers that were out of whack on everybody. Um, one being vitamin D, which when you think about it, like a lot of people spend time outside, but these guys specifically had full clothing on, um, you know, probably in many Northern States, which doesn't necessarily absorb vitamin D. And then also, uh, when we were doing this blood draw, it was in January. Um, but we also saw them with a low omega three index, which is an important, um, component. It's really the measure of omega threes in your blood cells, which is really going to help maintain the structure and function of your cells. Um, there's a lot of implications for cardiovascular disease, but this value also has been related to, um, suicides and PTSD and mental health in, um, military first responders and Americans in general. Um, we saw a high homocysteine level, which is, um, a marker of methylation. And so when your body is going to be converting amino acids in these cycles, it can build up if you don't have appropriate B vitamins or betaine or choline to help it recycle. Um, alcohol is another thing that will make homocysteine increase. And so, um, don't know what these guys were doing on the weekends, but, um, you know, that was, that was a value that was high in them. And that too is related to cardiovascular disease, um, mental health, things like, uh, cerebral function, memory, um, a, you know, a bunch of different mental health, um, markers. Um, and we saw low red blood cell magnesium, which I mentioned earlier is, uh, a, a great way to measure your actual magnesium status. Uh, most of the time when you sweat, you're going to lose a lot of magnesium. Athletes tend to need a lot more magnesium. People who are, um, working out, losing it through their sweat, they're going to need more. Um, and so that marker too, again, is related to a bunch of different things, bone health, tissue health, but it too has implications for, for mental health as well. So, um, we got to publish a unique paper discussing these biomarkers on the impact of athletes in a contact sport where they're more likely to get traumatic brain injuries or concussions. Um, but I think the most unique part of it is that like all of these biomarkers can be optimized through diet. And so it really just takes precision, um, and, and knowing what, what was abnormal to then make it, ab make it into a normal category and to optimize it. Well, speaking of which, you've got people listening here who are in the military, combat athletes, you know, law enforcement. So TBIs are a frequency even in the professions. What are some of the other products that you've got for concussion therapy? We just launched a brand new two products um, called Cinequel and Cinequel Plus. And so our Cinequel is a great combination of like nutrients that the brain needs every single day. Um, I like to say that it's, it's just like brain fuel essentially. And so if you're in an, a, a scenario where you're more likely to have contact uh, brain injuries, whether you're a football player in the military or, um, you know, live a risky lifestyle, um, it's a great option to, to think about on like a daily basis. Our cynical plus is kind of like a brain fuel, uh, you know, times two. And it's, it was designed for post, um, you know, brain injury 
support. And so it's going to be there and there's other nutrients that you can add to these different products to kind of optimize for the person, depending on what happened, how severe it was. But, um, I think one of the most important things to think about is that like, even with or without a brain injury, um, just our mental health is just so important to maintain on a regular basis too. And once you have a concussion or something, you're way more likely to get a second. So it really is thinking about, um, prophylactically what you can do, optimizing your biomarkers, eating a good diet, maybe taking something that's going to support, um, the brain if, or when there is a contact or an injury, um, and then really trying to get that fixed as soon as possible afterwards. Yeah, well, from some of the people I had on from the sleep medicine world, it's, it's been verified that you have, you know, actual concussion, you have damage as far as impact, but then sleep deprivation also has a very similar effect. So now you've got two of these, you know, going on side by side. So whether you're a shift worker that's never been hit in the head, or more than likely, you're a shift worker that's been hit in the head multiple times like me. So Cinequil seems like a good product to, as you said, kind of proactively try and, uh, give the body everything it needs to help repair the damage that's being done consistently. Yeah. Set it up for success. If you know, something may occur. Um, I think like if you're in the military, it's a great option. If you're in a context for it's a great option. Um, and then I just see some random scenarios. My, my husband's a cyclist and got hit by a car and got a concussion. You know, it's not a sport that you normally think of, but when it happens, you want to be optimized. So um, it really is that whole slew of stuff though, too. And, and there may be ingredients that you don't necessarily need, but that's also why you, if you do blood testing, you can know this, you can know what your vitamin D level is. Um, you can see, you know, how these other biomarkers may be um, affecting your opportunity to recover as quick as possible. Now, one of the concerns, this is just a personal question for me, I take the AMPM, the, the multivitamin elite, which I love, but then you got Cinequil and then you've got Neuchondria and some other things that I'm trying to use to, to address the brain fog that I have for a long time. Um, but I've also wondered, like, you know, some of these have the same product in how, how do you avoid taking too much by having multiple supplements in one day? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think speaking to somebody is probably the best way to do it, but there, <laughs> there are nutrients that you're not going to want to have too, too much of. Um, we do put effective doses into our, our formulas. We do try to base them on things that research amounts, um, and in the form that you do want them to be in. So, um, in some instances, less is more, but I think really what you could do is, is through a test, you know, it will suggest not having too much vitamin D if your vitamin D is already in a pretty good level. Um, you know, you're not going to want to take a whole bunch of that, um, I think the other thing to think about too, is that just like our, just like our blood values are going to change over time, you know, your, your fitness level, your diet, everything is going to change over time. So you're going to want to constantly like recheck what you're doing. Um, if what you're doing today is probably not going to be the same regimen that you're doing in a year from now. Um, and it, it, it might change on season or, you know, based on whatever's going on in your life. So it is important to constantly check in with a professional, um, and, and read up on, on amounts. 
Well, another area that I've, I've spoken about quite a bit because it really genuinely concerns me is um, the use of exogenous testosterone. When you look at sleep deprivation and the impact that it has on the hormones, male and female, there's a direct correlation between sleep deprivation and degradation of testosterone. Now, the answer is obviously to get our responders more sleep. But what I'm seeing is young men and women um, in their 30s going to these male clinics, getting, you know, these IVs of testosterone for God knows how many hundreds of dollars a pop. And then you hear from the experts on the show that that caused a degradation of the testes. And now you're basically going to be on that the rest of your life. Some people have TBIs and that is an inessential thing. They're, they're, sadly, they're going to be on um, TRT the rest of their life. For the average person, what are some of the things they can do to naturally reverse that, to boost their testosterone without having to rely on exogenous supplementation? There's so many easy lifestyle things that you can start with. Lifting heavy weights is going to be one of the most important, um, you know, obviously making sure you have enough protein in your diet, enough vitamin D, um, checking your diet overall cholesterol is actually uh, a precursor to cholesterol and fats are a precursor to making testosterone. So you obviously don't want to be having too low fat diet, too low of a fat diet. Um, and then there's also things that you can think about that will help balance all the other hormones. Sometimes a low testosterone is because of something else, a high cortisol or something else. So, um, thinking about measuring all of these things at once and seeing what is actually up, what is down and you know, how you can balance these is a, is a better option than just going straight for, uh, um, a, a cure that's going to ultimately cause more damage than, um, than benefit. So, there's really great products. Um, we have something called Dim Advantage or um, Crucera. And these are all four different instances, um, but they can help optimize some of those levels that may be imbalanced depending on what comes up. And, and these are products that do get recommended inside of our algorithms of the, the testing. Brilliant. Well, I want to go to one more test before we kind of go to where people can actually you know, participate. You have a fertility test. Now, again, this is observational, but I feel like a lot of the men and women in my profession, and I'm sure, again, it's attributed to the stress and the sleep deprivation. A lot of us struggle with fertility. I see, you know, sadly, a lot of people have um, children that have some sort of medical challenge once they're born. So talk to me about the fertility test and what results people can get from that. The fertility test is designed for women. Um, and so it is something that if you're within 20 to 40 years old and you're looking to try to get pregnant, you're just trying to see, you know, where your hormones are, what you can be doing to optimize them. So you can perhaps get pregnant. This is a great test. Um, I do believe it is a blood spot. So it does, um, you have to prick your finger and then there is also a saliva sample to do some other hormones, but that's easy. You just spit in a tube. Um, I would say in addition to thinking about this test, if you're a man or a woman, your gut health is going to play a big role in fertility as well. And that optimizing the bacteria in your gut is going to ultimately influence your hormones. And that is another great place to glean insights from. And we have a microbiome test. It's very, very simple. Um, we invented a wipe that essentially takes the place of toilet paper in the process of collecting a stool sample. So very simple, um, you wipe and then you put it into this container, the solution that will dissolve it. You mail this container back in and the test includes all the prepaid shipping. So it's very simple. Um, it does take about a month, but it will give you 
results that are very specific to you and optimizing the gut bacteria. And um, we've seen some incredible results with people and we see in the research how much hormones and everything is affected by the gut, including sleep actually. Um, and so this is just another thing to consider if, um, you are experiencing really any issues head to toe, um, sleep issues, GI distress, um, you know, fertility, mental health issues, um, you know, autoimmune, there's so many things that, that is related to the gut. Now, when that comes back, are there nutritional suggestions and supplementation suggestions? Yeah, same, same type of holistic approach. It really is um, diet, you know, hitting um, specific foods, avoiding certain things, food groups, food styles, food timing, dosing. Um, and then there is supplements, there is some lifestyle recommendations, you may or may not be suggested to follow a gluten free diet for a month first, um, you know, or something like that. So it's, it depends on what your results are. Brilliant. So just to kind of reiterate then, where can people find these? And if they go to the the website, because actually, let me talk about this for a second. So you guys offer 35% off to pretty much anyone in the first responder, military and medical community, pretty much certainly in the, in the, the emergency medicine side. Um, I had a lot of people that, that were trying to figure out how to do it. So if you go on to Thorn, you basically click on the create new account there will be a, a little icon that says, you know, you're a first responder, you're a military, and you click on that. Um, then it goes through GovX and verifies it. So that aside, if they're looking at the Thorn website, how do they navigate to these blood tests that we've been discussing today? Very simply, um, right at the top of thorn.com, there's a few tabs, and the tab health tests is going to have all the tests that we described today. Um, you can sort, they're in alphabetical order and soon that advanced health panel and the essential health health panel will be on that website. Um, but all the others are there. And then if you click on shop, everything comes up though. So the products that we discussed and the health tests. Brilliant. Well, I'd love to throw some closing questions at you before I let you go. That's okay. I know you're, you're getting ready to go to the gym, so I'll keep it quick. <laughs> the first one I love to ask, is there a book or are there books that you love to recommend? It can be related to our discussion today or completely unrelated. I am more of a podcaster, believe it or not. I actually listen to podcasts while I go for runs. So I'm not much of a sit down and read type person. Um, but I listen to a bunch of everything. I think, you know, Everything that's trending online, I've been listening to. So I don't have anything new or exciting to recommend. I apologize. <laughs> what are some of your favorite podcasts? Um, well, lately I've been into true crime stuff, but <laughs> I do listen to health podcasts. Um, you know, I, I've a little bit of everything. Honestly, sometimes I like listening to some of the stuff that's provocative that people are uh, talking about, and I'm like, hmm, I'm trying to catch a trying trying to catch what they're talking about. So uh, honestly, a little bit of everything. Brilliant. All right. Well, then what about films or documentaries? Any of those that you love? Oh, gosh. Um, I do. I, again, I'm into true crime stuff when I'm not doing work, but um, I'm into all of these different cycling documentaries I've seen, um, some hiking documentaries that I've seen about people climbing all the different mountains in the the Alps and everything. Um, there was a really amazing documentary that I saw and it's been about 10 years, but I'll describe it. Um, these two guys wanted to hike Mount Everest as the first official people who said they got to the top of Mount Everest did. 
Um, but they did it back in like 2008, 2009 or something. And uh, they did it with the equipment that they originally did back in the day that they did it. And I thought that documentary was incredible. Um, we, we watched it in grad school as a, as a class and it was really interesting. Brilliant. Did you see 14 Peaks with Nimsdai? Yeah, I did. That was great. Yeah, amazing. He was on the show. It was incredible to hear that firsthand. All right. Well, then next question. Is there a person you'd recommend to come on this podcast as a guest to speak to the first responders, military, and associate your professions of the world? Um, yeah, I probably have a few, but um, I know somebody named um, Michael Schmidt, PhD. We work with him on a lot of clinical trials, and he is absolutely brilliant and he's involved in so many different things, including like a lot of human space flight studies. Um, he would be excellent. He's a wealth of information and he's constantly every weekend I talk to him, he's constantly off, uh, you know, hiking someplace with some Navy seals or dark, deep sea shark fishing in Africa or, you know, all these things. And I'm just like, how do you do this on the weekend and still get your work done during the week? But he's incredible. Brilliant. Let's make that happen then. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then the last question for you, make sure everyone knows where to find you. What do you do to decompress? A lot of exercise. Um, <laughs> I do. I, I try to turn off my computer at the end of my day um, and try not to answer my phone on the weekends, but I do. Um, honestly, I love playing with my dog. I love going on hikes, going on bike rides, you know, whatever it may be, just to explore and um, spend time with friends. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure people, you know, have, have pulled so much out of this conversation and I'd love to connect you if, if it's pertinent. Where are the best places to find you online and reach out? Oh, you can have my email. It's L-K-U-N-C-E-S at thorn.com. Um, there's a lot of writings that we do on our Thorn Take 5 daily blog. So you can see stuff that we're that are trending, you know, topics that we're talking about with research and science. Um, but otherwise, I am... Um, I'm on LinkedIn and um, you can find me anywhere. Brilliant. Well, Laura, I want to say thank you so much. Again, you have a very unique perspective. You know, I, I hunted down Thorn like a rabid dog to make them a sponsor on the show because I wanted to bring the best things on here and things that I personally use. But to hear your perspective, I never really delved into the blood test side before. So I think a lot of us are just in limbo, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. And, and you hear all the experts talking about get blood work done, get blood work done. But, you know, we're at the mercy of our GP and our insurance providers. So this really kind of breaks the handcuffs a little bit and allows the individual to take control of their own health. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. And I hope you don't wait four more years to get blood work done.